Welcome back to Superstats, and in today's episode, I'm going to be reviewing all of the five Christmas games of the NBA. Now let's get started. Welcome back, Superstat Nation, and if it's your first time listening, welcome. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about the different NBA Christmas games that happened this year in 2022. Again, if you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for choosing to come and listen to me talk about basketball for a nice little bit of time. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. Like I said earlier, Superstat Nation. And if you're just here because you have nothing better to do, this is now something to do. Get out a pen and paper and write down things I'm talking about. I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, welcome back. And today I'm going to be talking about the five Christmas games of the NBA this year in 2022. So, um, yeah, let's get started. So, usually there's always Christmas games for any basketball fan to watch while you're, you know, getting your little ham out and everything, you know, or eating your cake and eating your dessert. You can always watch a slam dunk. I honest, you never know. But anyways, there's Christmas games. And this year, 2022, there's five Christmas games. There's the 76ers and the Knicks, the Lakers and the Mavericks, the Bucks and the Celtics, the Grizzlies and the Warriors, and then last but not least, the Suns and the Nuggets. So to my surprise, some of them were really bad, and then some of them were really good. So I let's just talk about it, right? So the first game was around 12 noon, I believe, and it was the 76ers and the Knicks. And not to my surprise, the 76ers won. Um, James Harden had 29 points. Four rebounds, 13 assists. Joel Embiid had 35 points, 8 rebounds, and 1 assist. De'Anthony Melton had 15 points, 3 rebounds, and 1 assist. And George Niang, or however you say it, I'm sorry if I mispronounce it, is George's Niang, um, I think it's how you pronounce it. He has 16 points, 2 rebounds, and 0 assists. Um, Jalen Brewson had, tw- he's from the Knicks, by the way, guys, this Knicks team, J- in, in the Knicks team, Jalen Brewson had 23 points, 3 rebounds, 11 assists. R.J. Barrett has 17 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists. Julius Randle had 35 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Julius Randle showed out, guys. But unfortunately, those 35 points were not enough to help them get a win. Um, James Harden, who's also a free agent right now, as of now, he's a free agent. So I I don't know what that means for, for the 76ers. He might get traded. He might not. He might leave. Might not. We we don't know. But anyways, not to my surprise, the Seventy Sixers won. Um, all of them did really really good. Joel Embiid surprisingly had thirty five points. He's a really good player like that because I just think he's like that. You know, he like that. But anyways, yeah, the Seventy Sixers won. Um, this game, if you're a Lakers fan, I'm sorry. I I apologize in advance. The Mavs, which is the Dallas Mavericks, they won. They won. <laughs> LeBron James with a whopping 38 points, six rebounds, and five assists. His field goal percentage was 13 to 23 with Russell Westbrook, not Brick, Russell Westbrook. He had 17 points, five rebounds, and four assists with his field goal percentage 716. Patrick Beverly was also there. He was doing his thing. Just felt like I need to mention him. He don't get enough support and love as he should. 
Um, Austin Reeves had 16 points and two rebounds. And then the Dallas Mavericks showed up and showed out. Luka with 32 points, 9-16 field goal percentage, um, nine rebounds and nine assists. Christian Wood with 30, um, 30 points, um, eight rebounds, seven assists. Field goal percentage was 12-17. Tim Hardaway Jr., who was a son of Tim Hardaway, um, had 26.6 rebounds, one assist, and his field goal percentage was 16 to 19. Reggie Bullock, who's also, guys, I think he's from around Tarboro or Kinston, one or the other. He's from around Greenville, um, which is where I'm from. Um, Reggie Bullock had 14 points, three rebounds, four assists, and his field goal percentage was 5 to 8. A lot of Laker fans, they were upset about the, um, the loss, but then again, I'm not really surprised. Um, LeBron James, he was really – a lot of Lakers fans said that LeBron James was kind of doing this thing on his own because a lot of his team wasn't there physically, like Anthony Davis, and some weren't there mentally. It was just a lot going on, and LeBron really tried to put up a fight. But at least on the bright side, he's not too far from beating Kareem's record, which is also going to be upsetting for some people who watched him back in the day, but it's going to be – a new thing to the new generation of basketball. So that's also cool. But a lot of Laker fans were just upset about the loss, were just upset about how it went down, some things not being there physically, just, yeah. And it was really saddening to me because LeBron James and the Lakers, they were such an amazing team. They were doing so good. They even won a championship in 2020 when uh, COVID, COVID hit, and unfortunately Kobe had passed away at that time. But now I don't know what happened. The team has really fallen apart. Um, in the Western Conference, they're literally number 13. 13. 13, guys. 13. And unfortunately, the team just lost. They just lost. Um, which is sad, but at the same time, you know, basketball is a team sport. And a lot of people, well, mostly the Lakers are really dependent upon the two-star players or three-star players, if you want to call it, Russell, LeBron, and Anthony. And if you don't know, Anthony was out with the injury, which he's always out with the injury. So it's kind of hard not to, it's kind of hard to rely on him when you're injured, you know? And he's injured a lot. Like he's always injured constantly. And because they need that um, I think at one point LeBron was playing the center <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa, you know, when you're in need, like basketball, it's not just all about you. You have to be that type of person where you have to, in a way, it's not really all about you. That's, I'm just saying like that. Cause I was about to say something really, really upsetting and I didn't want to upset nobody. Basketball is not all about you. You, if you're going to play basketball, you need to take care of your body. I'm sorry. It just had to come out. You just need to take care of your body. I don't know what he's not doing right, but LeBron has been in there for a long time. And Anthony, if he needs to, he just probably need to ask for some pointers because at this point, I don't know what else to tell him. LeBron has been healthy, well, not this entire time, like his entire career, but he's doing a lot better than Anthony. And come on, Anthony, they really need you, man. I'm not a Lakers fan because I just like – I like LeBron James, but I'm not just a Lakers fan. I don't know, just – uh, I, I'm just not, but still, to all my Laker fans out there, I'm sorry. That that sucks, really does, and your team sucks as of right now. But it's okay because there's always time to get better. There's always time to readjust, you know, um, take a break and just say, <sighs> breathe in and out, you know, and just practice. But I don't know, but the Mavericks showed out. 
like Luca, Luca at this point, Luca is so good. I feel like Luca is underrated. He's underrated. Cause if you don't like them three, like, come on now. Come on. And he did so many like no look passes, I think, if I'm getting it right. I'm trying to go off memory right here. Can't think can't think if it's right or not. But he did like a lot of fakes and stuff like that. And the team just couldn't keep up defensively. I just I don't know what to say other than wow. <laughs> Um, the next game, which was a tough matchup because both of them were the top two in the Eastern Conference, it was the Celtics and the Bucks. So in the Eastern Conference, they were the top two. Um, so I'm just leaving that back because that's all you need to know. They're top two. So this was really a tough matchup. Giannis had 27 points, nine rebounds, three assists, with the field goal percentage of 922. Um, Drew Holiday had 23 points, six rebounds, seven assists. His field goal percentage eight to 14. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't really get a lot of players like that because a lot of them were like under 10 points. And I don't know if I should mention them or not because that would be a long list. But those were the things that that stood out. Um, Jason Tatum really showed out during that game. He did a um, like I think he did one dunk successfully, maybe. I wasn't really paying attention to that game as much as I should have. But he did a few dunks, you know, and, of course, his threes. But he had 41 points. I just want to let that sink in for a moment. For a moment. 41 points. Make it make sense, okay? I'm sorry. But what? 41 points. He had 41 points, seven rebounds, five assists, and his field goal percentage being 14 to 22. Jalen Brown had 29 points, five rebounds, four assists, and his percentage was 11 to 19. I don't know what to say then. Wow. I'm not going to lie, though. I really thought that the Bucks were going to win. But then again, you never want to lose your own home court, and the Celtics were home, so that's kind of expected. But either way, in the Eastern Conference, the Celtics and the Bucks are still in the top two. So either way, they're still winning. Um, yeah, so basically. Now I got to talk about the Warriors, okay? I got to talk about the Warriors and Grizzlies. Now listen. This was my favorite game, not just because it was the Warriors, but because John Morant was in it, and it was just crazy. Um, Of course, you know, with Steph being out with the injury in his arm, I believe, it was really, really hard for the team to adjust. But luckily, we had the great old Jordan Poole, um, and Steph – you know, he's kind of talking with Jordan Poole, kind of teaching him, coaching him a little bit. If you listen to some of his little um, podcasts, well, not podcasts, but if you listen to one of his podcasts he did with, um, I forgot her name, but he did a podcast and he was talking about how Steph had kind of took him under his wing and taught him a few things. So I think that was really cool. But I, I just feel like that needs to be said. John Morant had 36 points. Seven rebounds, eight assists. Field goal percentage was 15 to 29. A lot of people were talking about how some things didn't get called, about how he did like a double dribble or he, um, or just some of his things he did just weren't getting called by the ref. And I'm sorry if that did happen. I wasn't, I was more paying attention on my, my bath, but whatever. Um, Steven Adams has six points, 14 rebounds, one assist. Jaron Jackson had 11 points, two rebounds, and zero assists. Um, Dylan Brooks had 13 points, three rebounds, and one assist. And he was, if you couldn't tell, Clay Thompson trash talked him a little bit towards the end of the game. Um, Cause, well, actually, I'm gonna get to that. Come about talk about Jordan Poole right now. Jordan Poole had 32 points, three rebounds, two assists, and his field goal percentage was really, really good. Um, Jordan Poole got ejected um, in the fourth quarter 
because he had two techs. So that was really disappointing. Clay Thompson kind of had took the lead there with his 24 points, nine rebounds, and four assists. His field goal percentage being eight to 25. Um, but Clay Thompson trash talked Dylan Brooks a little bit towards the end of the game, just you know, tell him he was the boss, he was the man, he was the alpha, whatever. Um, <laughs> Draymond Green had 13 rebounds, 13 assists, and three points. Yes, three points from a three. I know, right? Shocking. Um, Dante had 19 points, three rebounds, and three assists. Um, of course, the Warriors won because the Warriors would never lose on their own home court, and if they do, because it's probably a hard team. Um, but then again, like I said, Steph Curry being out, the team really showed out. The team, they 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 did what they needed to do to take the win. And I think this goes to show that the Warriors are not just relying on Steph. And even if you're still talking about Kevin Durant, they're not. They just came off a championship without Kevin Durant. I'm sorry. That really just made me mad because the fact that people are still saying, oh, they were just their championships came from when Kevin Durant was there. They just won a whole nother championship without Kevin Durant. But even with Steph being out, they still won. Still. A lot of people always assume that because there's a star playing on the team, that they're always reliant on them. And I don't know if this is from when the Chicago Bulls were happening and y'all were like, oh, Michael Jordan, whatever. Listen, there's a lot of great talent. The Warriors are not just a team with deep threes. They're, they have a variety of everything. And I think that is how they get their wins. Although, <laughs> in the Western Conference, they're number 10, and the Grizzlies are number 3. It wasn't really a shocker to me that it wasn't going to be hard because, like I said, they never want to lose on their home court. That sucks. But, you know, you do what you have to do. And they showed in, showed out, and they did what they needed to do, and they got their win. And although Jordan Poole had got ejected, and I felt like that was kind of a missed opportunity because he really could have got more points in the game because he had, like, I think nine minutes left maybe or something like that. He had time to make more points, which was really upsetting. But at least he did what he did, you know. He got his 32 points. They call him the third splash brother. So, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call him that because I'm still kind of respect for Stephen Clay. But anyways, yeah. He pretty much did what he needed to do. They took the win, and let's just move on. The last game was the Suns and Nuggets, and this was really it was a tough game with overtime. We had Devin Booker with two points, zero rebound, and zero assist. And if you didn't get a chance to watch that one, it was because he left early because of Gron issues. Again, he had some more um, injuries. Chris Paul surprisingly only had 17 points, four rebounds, and 16 assists. DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Ayton, I think is how you pronounce it, he had 22 points, 16 rebounds, two assists. Um, Damian Lee had 18 points, eight rebounds, and zero assists. And surprisingly, Laundre Shamit, I think that's how you say it, had 31 points, two rebounds, and six assists. I was shocked. <laughs> I was like, whoa. But then the Nuggets, Nikola Jokovic showed out with 41 points, 15 rebounds, 15 assists. Jamal Murray had 26 points, 5 rebounds, and 5 assists. Aaron Gordon had 28 points, 13 rebounds, 2 assists. And, um, I'm y'all, these names are really hard. I think it's Catavius. Cadell Pope had 15 points, 2 rebounds, and 4 assists. Let's talk about Nicole Jokic and his 41 points, though. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm really not surprised that they won because Devin Booker, he's a really, he's a person that, they're really relying on in terms of stuff like that. He's really the young one, you know, more as Clay, um, not Clay Thompson, Jesus, more like Chris Paul is that person that kind of sits back, 
you know, and he does his thing sometimes. But either way, it was a tough game because they had a lot of overtime. Yeah, they, they went to overtime, y'all, because they tied up and stuff like that. But really, shockingly here, nobody can really stop the Nuggets right now. Let's see where the Nuggets are. The Nuggets are number one, and the Suns are number five. So the Nuggets are a top – they're a top team, and they're top tier, and it's very hard for them to beat. So, you know, I'm just saying it like it is. You you got your one, do what you need to do. But, you know, I definitely want to say this, though. The Christmas games, if you didn't get a chance to watch them, please try to watch the um, on YouTube and the NBA to do, like, little recaps of each, of each game. Those are really cool to see what I was talking about, stuff like that. Um – Again, I'm really happy that you guys listened to me talking about basketball for 16 minutes. And if, again, this is your first time listening, if you feel like we deserve the follow, feel like we deserve any feedback, you can always email us um, or you can follow us on Pinterest and um, subscribe to us on YouTube to always stay connected. But um, that's all we got to say. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I'm really happy that you did. (laughs) It's so awkward. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. And this is the end of this segment. Let's go to the ending. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I say make sure to go check out those recaps so you can see again what I was talking about, about those fakes and about those um, triple doubles, stuff like that. Um, And then also please make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube so you can stay connected and follow us on Pinterest so you can see some things we can do out there. We're still working on that page under construction, but you know, it's okay. And then also please make sure to follow us on Spotify if this is your first time listening or if you're a returning listener and haven't gave us a follow on Spotify, please do that as well thank you so much for listening hope you guys if you're listening this after new year's hope you're having a good new year's and if you're listening this before new year's have a great new year and we'll see you guys at the end at the beginning of next year peace out